I'm Leona Kuhar. Welcome to another episode of Bridging Chicago. During episode 15 of this season, we spoke with um, Ellen Ray, the CEO of Chicago Cares, and Cecile DiMello, who is a member of the board of directors of Chicago Cares and the executive director of Teamwork Inglewood. On this episode of Bridging Chicago, we welcome Rob Pabon, a manager of strategic partnerships with Chicago Cares, and Joel Rodriguez, one of the organizers of Southwest Organizing Project, or SWAP. As we learned during episode 15 of Bridging Chicago, Chicago Cares is a Chicago-based not-for-profit organization that builds partnerships with community organizations on the south and west sides of Chicago and mobilizes volunteers to work with those organizations, effectively serving as a bridge joining volunteers and community organizations. The Southwest Organizing Project, or SWAP, is a broad-based community organization serving communities on the southwest side of Chicago. We are very happy to have the opportunity to learn more about Chicago Cares and another one of their partner organizations. Gentlemen, welcome to Bridging Chicago. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. So, Rob, I would like to start by asking you to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Are you from Chicago? Um, how did you get involved with Chicago Cares? So just fill us in a little bit. Yeah, thank you. So um, I originally was born in Chicago, west side of Chicago. Um, at a young age, moved out to the western suburbs where I live now in Berwyn, um, but really got connected to Chicago Cares uh, through volunteer opportunities. I was working in the nonprofit sector with youth, um, and I had you know, um, this urge to work with older adults. I wanted to make that connection, especially um, on the Northwest side. And so there was a project, um, like a senior meals project, and uh, me and my girlfriend, now wife, uh, wanted to volunteer and connect with folks and, and serve meals and, and build relationships um, with the folks uh, in the area. And so that project really started to, to get me more involved in Chicago Cares as a volunteer. Um, mm -hmm. And years later, a position to open up and I applied um, for that position to, to manage programs with the organization. Um, but I've always had this, uh, this sense of service uh, instilled in me at a young age. My mom um, was very uh, supportive in that and, and really pushed me to get involved in, in community service and volunteering. Uh, within the church community, within with our larger community. Um, and so the organization just spoke to me, and especially in the ways in which they started centering community more, uh, really wanted mm -hmm. to be involved in that work. So you think your sense of service was stemmed in childhood with your mom encouraging it? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, my mom um, was a religious director uh, for the archdiocese, and so she was always planning events within the church for youth, for families. And so I was always volunteering with her, but really just building that understanding that community is, is key. It's important uh, for all of us to thrive, um, mm -hmm. having those relationships, those connections, um, and yes. that serving each other, serving with each other is a really important aspect of, of building the fabric of that community. And so that was something at a young age um, that I learned very quickly being involved um, in some of the work that she was doing um, and also building my own community as a young person. So there's strength in numbers, definitely. 
Yeah, yeah, that's the the collective versus individual, right? Mindset or framework. Yeah, like, um, that's something that you get in different spaces within within um, in society or, or or just life in general. And I think that was one of the the learnings I had from being from a a smaller community, a tight yes. community, um, and really everybody on the block taking care of each other type mentality, um, and having that that. Uh, I guess that spirit of mutual aid before even knowing what that meant. I know um, looking back at uh, our uh, podcast with Cecile and Ellen, they kind of said the same thing about the sense of community and how they grew up with that sense of community. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Joel, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in service organizations? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was brought up on the South side of Chicago. My, my father was a, uh, pastor, um, on the South side and a small Pentecostal church. And, um, he was very passionate about, uh, engaging community and really serving others. Um, and he eventually, um, his work evolved into mission work and going to Guatemala. He, he was, a uh, um, a, a key part of uh, establishing a an orphanage down in Guatemala. So I I really saw that growing up, and and my mother also. My mother just uh, just very giving and uh, very available to um, to not only folks from my church but uh, to the larger community. Um, so it, it really came uh, my my sense of community, my sense of 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 my accountability and my responsibility to the community really I, I, I inherited and adapted that um, from their practices um, so I very much want to um, um, continue their legacy um, my work with the Southwest organizing project um, it, it so I, I will say we don't consider ourselves a service organization um, we do community organizing that doesn't mean that we don't provide services. We use services to engage the larger community, build leaders through that, and address needs that they have. Uh, but we we do that with them, not for them. Um, there's there's something that um, that really, at first, it took me a little bit to to kind of digest. Uh, I'm, I was brought up with the golden rule, you know, do for others as you want them to do for yourselves. In community organizing, we have something that's called the iron rule, which is never do for others what they could do for themselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, they agitate each other, uh, th- those, both of those, but they're both based on love uh, because we, what we want is for folks to be able to do for themselves, folks to be right. able to, to get to the point where they can and they could uh, they can live the types of lives that uh, they deserve. Um, so, um, in 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 my role in SWAP, it is uh, we organize, we organize people, and we organize money to really um, with the community to address the the, the inequities, to address uh, the desires of folks, uh, to to build a community that 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 we all have a vision for. Um, and so we, we do institutional organizing. SWAP is made up of 44 member institutions. Um, and that means that we um, consistently sit down um, and have discussions through relational, uh, relational meetings and 
um, and we talk about what needs to be done and how are we going to do it and how we're going to move to action together. Um, so we, we organize, um, but we also, um, there, there is, there's definitely um, the, the room for providing services for the community. And when you say SWAP is, is a broad-based organization, I understand that it was, it's been around for over 25 years. Correct. And it was started with a religious organization, and it just expanded to include other religions and health organizations, educational organizations. So, I mean, when you use the term broad-based, it really is. Yeah, uh, that's something that we we pride ourselves in, uh, that we, we try to be as inclusive to the whole whole of the community. And right. I, I think early on, SWAP, uh, I, I, uh, I wasn't there, and it's an inception, is in 1996. Um, but early on, folks that were mainly part of uh, the Catholic tradition, they understood that um, when it when it came to addressing the needs um, of the community, it cannot be done through just a Catholic lens. It had to include everyone. And so um, through relational meetings, it be, uh, folks uh, began to build those types of connections, one-to-one, really grassroots. What is it that we there was an appetite for what, what, what are the things that folks really wanted to move on immediately? Um, and it, it was through that process that SWAP began uh, not only to engage individuals in the community, but institutions um, mm-hmm. and really hold each other accountable to what uh, institutions sh- should be doing and also individuals, uh, residents in the community should be doing. Uh, and that's how SWAP was, was formed. So in, from the research that I did um, from your website, it, it just really seems to connect about um, include, you're, you know, including you know, different ethnic backgrounds, religious backgrounds, racial backgrounds. And tell us about the communities that you do serve. What are the neighborhoods? Yeah, so we, we serve primarily Chicago Lawn. There's parts of Gage Park. Um, there is uh, some relationships to work that's happening through our safety work in West Inglewood. Um, there's mm-hmm. a, a bit of, of Ashburn. Um, so those are those are the main areas on the southwest side that the communities that we that we serve. And yes, you're right. We, I mean, it's it's uh, the the members that uh, that make of SWAP uh, are are of different faith traditions. Their schools, their nonprofit organizations. There's different. Um, um, folks that um, uh, a development corporation, like there's different uh, uh, institutions that make up make up swap, and that, I think that's something that uh, is a remarkable about what we've been able to build uh, together. Yes. So, Rob, um, during episode 15, Ellen spoke very passionately about her role with Chicago Cares and the impact that organization makes by partnering with various organizations. Um, Can you share with us some of your thoughts regarding Chicago Cares and tell us about your role as a manager of strategic partnerships? Yeah, definitely. So um, as a manager of strategic partnerships, I work with organizations just like SWAP uh, throughout the south side of Chicago. Um, And really what I try to do with them is focus in on the goals and the vision that they have and how we can bring volunteer support to those goals, right? 
Um, and also just really uh, shifting the narrative and power within the volunteer, I guess, management sector and world uh, when we're bringing in maybe corporate groups or other volunteer groups for them to understand and learn um, and get educated um, on the fact that this work has been happening already. There are experts in the community and they lead this work you know, every single day. And so really we're here to stand in solidarity. We're here to uh, work with folks, um, not for them, as Joel yes. talked about, um, and and be, um, you know, supplemental and, and supportive in any way we can be. And so I think those, you know, the, the work that I've been doing um, relationally has been transformative for me. I think it's been transformative for our organization. Um, I tell SWAP all the time when we have meetings that they challenge us and they push us and they uh, they continue to agitate us, right? Just as much as we agitate others um, in yes. the work that we do so that we can be um, our best selves as an organization and truly live into our mission. Um, and so I think that these partnerships that we have with community organizations um, and lead agencies, I mean, our work wouldn't be possible um, without those relationships and without having um, the opportunities, you know, to have conversations, uh, powerful ones, around uh, impact and around um, navigating community, around relationships with corporations, volunteers, things like that. And so um, really learned so much being in a partnership with organizations throughout the South Side. Yes. Um, so Joel, you talked about um, some of the um, uh, organizations that are part of SWAP, but I also understand that there's coalitions that you're part of. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it, you know, being part of coalitions, I, I think it's very important um, to us. And, and the reason is many of the issues that um, that SWAP works on, it's much greater than just our community or the city. You know, it's it's it really impacts our nation. And I, I would even I would even dare to say the world, right? Um, issues around immigration, around access to affordable housing. Um, so it's it's very important for us to be in relationship, not only with our community and, and our institutions, uh, but but also other communities and other cities that have that share the same values and have the same objectives, um, and that collectively we want to build our power to accomplish all that we can for for our communities. And so we're. We're part of uh, uh, coalitions um, like uh, United Power. Um, we work really closely with ICER on immigration issues. Um, we're we're part of the CP4P uh, violence prevention uh, work. So there's there's a number of different um, coalitions that we're part of, and we use those to deepen relationships, to uh, to strategize together, ultimately uh, to get us closer to the goals that we have for our own families and, and the communities that, that we are accountable to, but also um, we, we, we're, we're global citizens here, right? We, 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 we know that we're accountable to each other. And when our community or when another community is successful and is moving forward, um, we know that we all win. And uh, so we want to be part of that. Yes. How do you get to these organizations to join with you to these coalitions, how do you get involved in that? Yeah, uh, I, I think, um, you know, I, I, it, 
when we when we talk about organizing, uh, there is one central tool that we use, and it's, it's called relational meetings, one to ones, what we call them. And um, an organizer is not an organizer if they're not having these one to ones. And so, we as organizers, we are actively um, strategizing and connecting with folks um, uh, to think about other ways that we can get build more power and get the wins that we want for for our families. And so uh, being part of these coalitions, it's it's natural for us because these coalitions are are uh, are made up of folks that are fighting for the same thing. And so we are connecting with folks uh, one to one um, there through through other work that that we're part of. We may be in 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 a space where someone mentioned some things and we're like, aha, I want to connect with that individual. Um, but also, I, I think uh, organizations like Chicago Cares um, and and other and, and other organizations, they they say, "Hey, Joel, swap." I think you all should be in relationship with with this organization um, or with this corporation. And uh, I, I think very very grassroots uh, these relationships and these coalitions. Uh, are built, but it's it's really around a central idea. How can we build power for our communities and for the folks that we're accountable to? Mm-hmm. Um, Joel, I understand that you've recently um, been selected to uh, participate in a program um, called Bridging Fellows, um, and um, that's with the independent sectors. Correct. So, can you speak on? What that it was, um, I was excited to learn more about independent sector and their programs. And first of all, I'd like one of you to, or both of you, to tell us about independent sector. And Joel, I absolutely would like you to tell our listeners about um, the program uh, Bridging Fellows. I know we're both very much, uh, Rob and I were both. Uh, um, uh, we we have knowledge of of, of the organizations, um, so Rob, I can I can follow I can follow you and I can I can uh, uh, I can fill in any gaps. Yeah, so to you know, for my experience, independent sector is a convener, right? They're a membership organization, uh, groups of corporations, organ, uh, organizations, nonprofits, uh, professionals are members of this space, and really, what I look at it uh, for is it's a space of learning. Um, and professional development, um, but also just growth. And so um, this particular fellowship is amazing. I'm, I'm really excited uh, that it's going to uh, continue to be around um, and an opportunity for folks to learn uh, and, and sharpen their skills around bridging. I know that that's um, a conversation that a lot of folks have been happen- having uh, nationally uh, as to how we could uh, build across lines of difference with each other um, or within lines of, of commonalities. But um, I'm, I'm just really, really a big fan of theirs. Uh, I subscribe mm-hmm. to them. I, I get their information. Um, and, you know, Joel, if you can fill in some of the, some of the gaps for me there, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to say um, um, when I, uh, when I got accepted into it, Rob was one of the first ones that reached out and congratulated me, and and uh, and uh, we committed to to connecting consistently just to share my experience uh, in the fellowship. But um, you know, as Rob stated, 
Um, I, I think independent sector, it's, it's, it's a convener of folks that individuals that are doing extraordinary work already and uh, can sharpen their skills, can really expand uh, their horizons and connect with folks, not only in their own city, but in, in different cities and, and to build their, the, the tools um, to better do the work that they're doing. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to be part of uh, uh, this fellowship and I've, I've learned already so much, but you know, one of the things that I love about it too, is that there's a give and take um, there, like when we're not, um, uh, we may not necessarily agree what's being presented. There's room for that dialogue, right? There's room to say, okay, we would do it this way, or this is our experience. Um, so, um, the, the, the power of having individuals that are from different, um, that do different types of work, but have a common ground of, um, of really building community and improving their cities and and families' lives. I mean, I mean it's 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 extraordinary. So I, I get a ton of energy every time we we come together. I'm, I'm looking forward to coming together in September in person in Dallas. Uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna be all together, and there's gonna be a time of learning, a time of sharing, um, and a time of community building. And I understand it's a two year program. Correct. Correct. It's a two-year commitment, big commitment, um, but very, very much worth it. How do you think um, Bridging Fellows is going to impact your work with SWAP and um, in the in the city and in Chicago Cares? How do you think that's? What do you expect from it? Yeah, I number one, I think some meaningful relationships are going to be built uh, with folks. I think it's going to give me. Well, it's already given me imagination, uh, creativity, and energy for the current work that I'm having. Um, mm-hmm. But it's but it's also given me the the ability to connect individuals that are working on something that I'm not working on, but I'm already thinking of ways. Well, how can I connect you to my network, to the folks that I'm in relationship with? And so it really it's really bringing bridging to life, right? It's, yes. it's fruition. Um, it's not just theory. It's not just we're just we're just listening, right? It's it's about action, and right. everybody's taking advantage uh, of of each other's uh, expertise and um, and and the relationships that that we all have our networks. And without the bridging or the networking, there can there's no connection. In my opinion, it just connects everything. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, I I, I want to stress that the connection just for the sake of connection is it's not going to lead to anything right or it may not lead to anything meaningful and um i think the type of connections that we're having is like it's deep relational right it's 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 sitting down me and rob sitting down and learning about each other's self-interest what makes us tick what wakes us up in the morning the work that we're doing um, and so it's it's not just work, right? It's about humanity and what is it that we that we desire for each other, and how are we gonna help each other move uh, towards each other's goals? So um, getting to know the person. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So to address both of you on this, um, well, how has the partnership between Chicago Cares 
and swab affected you two personally, affected the, the organizations. Let's talk about about that partnership. Yeah, I could start if you're good with that, Joelle. Um, I think for Chicago Cares, um, it really has helped us, like I said, live into our values around equity. Um, and, and moving in, away from traditional versions of volunteerism and really figuring out how we can uh, build these coalitions, build these partnerships uh, between the public and private sector um, and do it in a way that addresses harm and repair, um, but mm-hmm. also centers the community and community leaders and community voice. And so I think um, one of the earliest lessons that I learned from SWAP um, was around that idea of like, how can we be uh, in our work, not only conveners, not only uh, bridgers, but also interceptors. Uh, we do a mm-hmm. lot of intercepting um, and we do a lot of intentional relationship building and repair conversations and things like design convenings to really make sure that we're doing this in a way that um, not just meets the needs. And actually, this is something I learned at a conference just recently, uh, the Points of Light conference from a colleague, uh, Brianna. Um, to be able to co-dream with your partner. Um, and I think that's what I hear you talk about, Joel, when you talk about one-to-ones, right? Like, it's not just about knowing what my needs are and what your needs are, but like, what is our, what are our dreams? Can we dream together? Can you learn more about my vision uh, for the future for myself, for my community? And I think that's what we've been able to do um, within that space with SWAP is really learn a lot about what they feel um is the future for their community and, and for their area and for uh, the work that they're doing and how we can be supportive in that. And for them as well to learn our vision, like how we want to transform and redefine volunteerism and how they could support us in our dreams and our vision as well. So it, it seems like both organizations help each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it, there's definitely a give and take here for sure. Um, apart from from working, just I love working with Rob and there's another uh, young lady that's part of the team too, Melissa, um, and, and just the incredible organization, the leadership there. Um, I I think there's there's an understanding that we know what we know and we don't know what we don't know, right? And so we're 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 willing to meet each other where we're at. Um, and it, I think on the front end, SWAP, we struggled with this idea of like uh, um, connecting with corporate partners and because that's not what we that's that wasn't our approach. Um, our approach was uh, was very different, but we were we went into it uh, into this uh, with an open mind. And, um, you know, what, what we have found is that. Um, this relationship with Chicago Cares, this partnership, um, it's it's yielded just just so many benefits. Um, uh, I, I think the ability to bring folks that are not from our community to come um, and and be part of the work and and understand um, what what are the real issues, and also connecting with folks. Some of these corporations that Chicago Cares has connected us with, some of these corporations. Um, they have individuals that live in our community and don't know about the great work that's happening. And so yeah. being able to connect with, with folks in that way has been, has been powerful. 
but also just having real honest conversations about um, how are we all accountable and how are we not accountable? Um, how are, like we, I've had conversations with, uh, with um, some of the corporate partners that come in and say, hey, we need more than just one event, right? Where you come in and volunteer, there has to be long-term commitment to our communities, especially yes. folks that are benefiting from our communities. So um, Chicago Cares, uh, apart from the interactions uh, from their staff with with our organizers and it's great conversations, but I think they've opened the door for us to engage corporate partners, to hold them accountable, and to and 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 really to open other possibilities um, and really do some meaningful work. Um, we're we're building out our workforce development because of our connection a uh, connection that Chicago Cares um, did with us with with Pepsi, right? Somebody that we probably would not be engaging, but um, because of that relationship that that was built through Chicago Cares, um, we're we're now going to be in, impacting so many young people's lives and connecting them to meaningful career pathway programs. Um, so. Um, and I could I could just go on and on on, on yeah. some of the, some of the examples, but it's been uh, it's, it's it's been it's been great. Um, it hasn't all been easy, but um, like I said, we've we've met each other uh, where we're at, um, and we're growing together for sure. Well, it may not have been easy, but it seems to have had very positive results. Yep, without a doubt. So yeah. if if there's anything else that you'd like to um, tell us about before we um, end our podcast, please um, feel free. Yeah, I'd just love to add on to that, Joel, and say that I think that it's important to note um, when we look at ourselves as bridgers at Chicago Cares, uh, we kind of look at it as a messy web, right? Um, Joel, you talked about coalitions earlier, but I think in the lane that we're in, we have this messy web, right? Because we're we're working with so many different um, entities, institutions, uh, corporations, individuals, and everybody's at a different place. Everybody's at a different space in their own work. And so um, I think it's been really powerful to work with an organization like SWAP, who has helped us stretch and like work our muscles when it comes to ideas around sustainability and deep like community investment um, and, and repair and those kinds of uh, maybe strategies that we take as an organization um, that are difficult. Those are those are challenging ones to implement and to work with our uh, maybe corporate partners or volunteers uh, to kind of shift mindsets and shift a direction of how the volunteering maybe typically works. We have a partner in SWAP who that's their expectation of us, right? Like they want to challenge mm-hmm. folks. They want to um, create partnerships that are deep, that are lasting, um, that make deeper impact past one day. And so I think that, you know, once again, going back to my point earlier, uh, we wouldn't be able to bridge the way we do without partners um, that that have these sorts of expectations. Um, I think we can push our folks as much as possible, but we we need that messy web. We need folks uh, there at the table, um, shifting power to them so that they can, can kind of lead the way. Um, and so I just want to, you know, once again, thank SWAP for all the work that, you know, they've done uh, with us and, and the ways in which we keep learning from each other and growing uh, within our work. Um, and just and just say out loud that like sometimes and, and many times I think bridging is supposed to be messy and that's okay. 
Like if you're listening right. to this and you're like, oh, this is hard. Like, yeah, it's supposed to be hard. <laughs> and that's a good thing. And it's, and it's rewarding when, when you get to, you know, some of those uh, achievements and accomplishments through that. But I think just knowing that it's very difficult and challenging work. Right. Well, generally, I think that usually positive things to have to, for positive things to happen, it takes a lot of work and it's not easy. And it seems like, you know, SWAP, Chicago Cares and all your partners are up to that challenge. You don't go into it thinking it's going to be easy. Yeah, I, I think that's right. And Rob, thank you for those for, for those thoughts and those words. Uh, you know, we, we feel equally the same. Um, you know, I, I, I am confident of this, that when we were approached um, with the possibility of, of partnering with Chicago Cares, um, if, if the central purpose was, was not bridging for power, to build power, then we would not be part of it, right? We, we, we want to be part of um, bringing folks together to build power, not not for anything other than that, right? It's it's about building power for our communities, um, and and really ensuring that um, that the work that we're doing it's going to improve the lives of the folks that um, that we are in relationship with and we're accountable to. And so I think that um, Chicago Cares, um, uh, especially under the 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 the, the leadership of uh, Ellen Ray, they get that. They get they get the the, the power dynamics and, and really understand um, that uh, to to build community, to bring folks together, no matter how messy it is, um, it has to have the common ground of building power uh, for for communities that um, are impacted by so many issues, right? Impacted mm-hmm. by uh, racial inequities, and I, I, we could just go on and on, right? Um, but it's all about building power um, and sustainability for our communities. And we really, we really appreciate um, that spirit in which um, um, th- that they really, we, we really established this, this partnership. So uh, just want to thank uh, Rob and, and, and folks at Chicago Kids for, for this remarkable uh, partnership. Well, I'd also like to take this opportunity to thank Nicole Amling from Chicago Cares for connecting us. She's been very gracious in um, connecting us with with Ellen and Cecile previously, and now uh, Rob and Joel. We really appreciate Nicole's work on this. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of Bridging Chicago. You can connect with us on Instagram and Twitter, where our handle is at Bridging Chicago. You can also find us on LinkedIn by searching Bridging Chicago or visiting www.bridgingchicago.com. Rob and Joel, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I wish you the best of luck in your endeavors and Joel, absolutely the best of luck with Bridging Fellows. I, I really wish you a lot of luck. Thank you all so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bridging Chicago as produced by the SATC Solutions Center. 
Nothing contained in this podcast shall constitute financial, investment, legal, and or professional advice. No professional relationship of any kind is created between you and the podcast host or guest. You are urged to speak with your financial, investment, or legal advisors before making any investment or legal decisions. Furthermore, the opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the opinions of SATC Solution Center, SATC Law, or any of its employees. This podcast is created by the hosts and guests' individual capacities. All opinions on this podcast are or have been rendered based on specific facts under certain conditions and are subject to certain assumptions and may not and should not be used or relied upon for any other purpose, including but not limited to or use in or in connection with any investment purposes or legal proceeding.